millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week on Pop Guys, we are joined by special guests Lou Wall and B. Barbara Scola. Hi, I'm Lou. I'm Charlie. And I'm B. And welcome to Pop Guys, a pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. The postmodern queers! Hello, my friends. How are you going? I good. <laughs> How are you? Both Jordan and Aurelia are off. Dead. Yeah, they are dead. Rest we in peace. Them. Yeah. They have been usurped. It needed a shake up. Basically, Aurelia is off in Vegas getting engaged and doing the most incredible shoots. Have you been seeing these shoots? Yeah, absolutely. I just look through Instagram and I'm like, damn, I wish that were me. Yeah. <laughs> and Jordan is being a stage and television star. So okay, go off. Star. Again. We are joined. Joined by amazing comedians Lou Wall and B Barbo Scola. How you guys going? It's good to be in Melbourne. I thought B lived in Melbourne. B yeah. lives in Sydney. I thought you lived in Melbourne because I've seen you down here so much that I, I just naturally assume. I just love to do it because it gives people only one week to hang out with me. And you so, end up seeing people a lot more yeah. when there's like a short allotment of time. Yeah, because also you can just be like. Um, either you see me this week or never again, and then you're back within three months. It's yeah. a threat. Yeah. It's a threat when you're I, down for a holiday. I have seen you more regularly yeah. than a lot of Melbourne friends, some that live, like, around the corner. Totally. You know? It's the best thing. It's the best thing. And, like, yeah, I don't have to be like, oh, my God, Charlie doesn't want to see me this week because it's like, guess what? We're in different states. We yeah. can't see each other. <laughs> and how are you liking being in Melbourne this week? I love it. Every time I am in Melbourne, Mm -hmm. a stranger asks me what my tattoo means. (laughs) Okay. And that is any of my tattoos. Okay. Like the other time I was in Melbourne. Do you think that maybe collectively Melbourne's just like flirting with you? Yes. Literally, I was I was talking to my friend Josh the about this. It's like I land, I get off the sky bus, and everyone is making eye contact with me, and Swamped. I'm like, and I'm like, everyone wants to fuck me in Melbourne. I think it's true. I think we know. I think we see someone yeah. from Sydney, and we're like, they look yes. like they've had enough vitamin D. Let's yeah. get them. But Absolutely. it's also this thing in Sydney, like you don't make eye contact with people on public transport. You mind your own business, but people on public transport looking me up and down because you're wearing color, checking yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> pop a green, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit of pastel. <laughs> Melbourne's like yummy. Yeah. It. yeah. It's oh such a God. horny city. I don't know. So I feel a little bit similar. I feel very hot when I go to Sydney. Mm, okay. Um, like I was there it's just like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, I'm an independent woman. Like here I am. Mm. I feel when I go to Sydney, I feel like 
an emo lesbian uh, goth child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. wearing my black hoodie and I'm like, I do not fit in. Yeah, yeah. I hate this. Gollum. Like, like truly Gollum. Like yeah. I feel like I've crawled out of a cave and I'm like, hello. <laughs> well, you're coming to Sydney soon, aren't you? I am. And I'm actually moving to Sydney next <gasps> year. Yes. Oh my God. Really? Only, only for a little bit. Only okay. for like six months, but okay, I'm ready. On a project? I'm ready on a project. Oh, oh can you talk about yeah. it or it's under wraps? It's probably under wraps. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's still exciting. It's a little tease and you can hang out with me and we'll, you know, turn you into a beautiful goth butterfly. Thank you. So you're no longer I'm ready a for goth colour. child. Yeah, I'm ready yeah. for the beach. I'm ready yeah. for the sun. <laughs> that's exactly. amazing. We were just talking about mm. moving between Melbourne and Sydney and yeah. how like no matter if, if it's a Sydney-based person and they're like, I'm thinking of moving to Melbourne, I'm like, do it. Do it. Absolutely yeah. do it. 100%. And if it's a Melbourne person, I'm like, do it. Get, Get out, out of here. <laughs> Run. Yeah. Discomfort is key. you got to shake it up. Yeah, yeah, and it's that thing that you were saying. It's like the grass is always greener. You know, every time I'm in Melbourne, I'm like, why is my mental health so good? And it's like, bitch, you're literally on holiday. Yes. That's why. <laughs> like, it's not the city. Totally. You just don't have that many responsibilities. Question for you. Where does your comedy pop off? Melbourne, definitely. You know, I do my set in Sydney and they're like, yeah, cool. And then I'm in Melbourne and I'm like, I'm mentally ill. And everyone's oh, yeah. like, True. fuck yes. <laughs> Woo. True. It's crazy. And, and that 20 like, minutes of like, yeah, yeah. that it's going to flop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're like, oh, that's very sad. Yeah. That's very, very sad. Yeah. They need help. Yeah. <laughs> I've been recently doing this joke about like how I used to cosplay when okay. I was a teenager, but like in Melbourne, even bringing up the fact that I used to cosplay gets a laugh. And I'm like, yeah. now that's the vibe that that's I want. That's the laugh of knowing. That's the laugh of being yeah. there. It's people being like, I was there. Literally. <laughs> I, I think, I feel like Melbourne crowds are definitely more into things from the get-go because there's yeah. so much more comedy around. So people are more familiar with how a night runs. How was Darwin? Oh, my God. It looks so, so much fun. I am truly that cunt who this whole week, I got back from Darwin maybe like four days ago and every single day this week I've told someone new like, oh my God, have you been to Darwin? You have to go to Darwin. Yeah. I've never oh my been, God. yeah. It's so good. I haven't like, I haven't done that much traveling, but like the locals, so friendly. Like I would walk mm. down the street, people would be like, hey sister, you're tall, aren't you? And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, damn right. So friendly. <laughs> like um, the food, phenomenal. Like heaps of like amazing, amazing Indonesian food. Wow. Amazing luxes. Weather, just like perfect. And I just had the time of my life. Is um, Scout there at the moment? Scout, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they posted a beautiful photo of beach. The sunset. The, beach. the sunset beach. And However, I was like, oh, my God. The thing is this you is... cannot swim at the beaches, which I didn't realise. I thought it was just a joke. But yeah, because of crocodiles. Like wow. I went to this watering hole and it was like beautiful, idyllic, like bright crystal blue. There was this sign that was like low chance of crocs. I was like, low chance, <laughs> low chance. I need no There's chance. Still yeah. a chance. Yeah. And even then, maybe that's like a Darwin low. Literally. But that's probably Literally. a Melbourne like hazard level. Yeah. Like minus <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my like, God. Like I'm currently being digested by a yeah. croc level. That's low. I went on this ethically dubious croc tour. Like I saw like the ones that you like pay a lot for and like sit in this beautiful air conditioned boat. And then I saw one that was like super cheap, tinny. And I was like, yes. let's go. And it was that's authentic experience. Fully, like there was this like tour guide holding like a full raw chicken out the side of the boat, just being like, keep your hands <laughs> oh in my love. God. Like, it was so good. That's like, amazing. I'd be but, yeah. terrified, but like. It was actually quite scary, but it was fun. How did they like your comedy? Did you feel like it was a different energy to other audiences? It was definitely a different energy, but mm. I come from 
the country country. Like I come from deep bush and it just felt like performing in my hometown. Like okay, cool. I thought Darwin would be a big city, but it's absolutely small country town. Yeah. So I was yeah. just like, g'day motherfuckers, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, which so I really love. I noticed that, I mean, not on the same level, but even when I was in Brisbane for the Brisbane mm. Comedy Festival, just because it's a smaller festival, I felt like the people that came to my show were really like, they really wanted to be there. Mm, and totally. it, it wasn't like incidental, like you might have in Melbourne or Sydney where it's mm. just kind of like, oh, I just took a punt on a random show. Like I had a girl come up to me after a show in Brisbane and she was like, hi, um, I'm actually here with my mum. We came from like rural, like Queensland oh just to see this show. That's because so cute. I, I That's want, amazing. We wanted to find like a show about like LGBTQ and like it meant a lot to me. And I was like, oh my God, not like me feeling like a fucking celebrity. <laughs> Yes. Like, you are a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. But just that feel like it really like I was like, this has never happened to me in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Truly. Well, That's even true. like the first time I did comedy in Melbourne was like in 2019. And I remember just like two girls with like dyed hair, obviously same kind of mental illnesses that I have. <laughs> and they came up to me and they were like, it's so cool to see someone like speak my mind. And I'm like, I am so sorry yeah, that I, I'm speaking your I mind. Know. <laughs> like, uh, you forget when people like yeah. relate to something that I'm like, that's the like dingy part of my personality. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. why are you relating to that? Literally my character on stage is like, if I just gave in to every psycho Dark thought. impulse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trauma bonding, baby. Trauma yeah, bonding. Exactly. Amazing. Speaking of trauma, um, there is <laughs> so much shit we've got to talk about this week. You might have seen a couple of weeks ago, but did you hear about how Ivana Trump died? Yeah. And mysteriously, Trump, right? I didn't know who? about that part of it. I, is is wait, that wait, wait, the right who person? Died? I'm thinking about it. This is not Melania though. Melania did not die. Oh yeah, no, no, not the current wife. I think it's the first. Not wife. previous Flotus. Um, Flotus. Ex-Flotus is intact. Interior designer. Ivana. So not his daughter. His ex- yeah, his ex-wife, Ivana. She How? died. I'm not sure, but Trump buried her on his golf course. Oh, my God. For tax write-off reasons. Oh, my God. And Under hole 18? The, like I, what the-, the picture of the grave is the most bleak thing you've ever seen. It's literally just like dirt in the ground with a couple of rocks thrown on top of it. Why like, did he get to bury her? Why? I don't know. He probably like contractually owns her. That is so cursed. Well, it's this is the thing, horrendous. right? It's like, I, cause I remember seeing this cause I had just watched um, the staircase limited oh, yes. series. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she had apparently fallen and was found at the bottom of her home's stairs, but she was an elderly woman. But yeah, I'm just like, Ooh, wh- Ooh. yeah. But could it be a more dystopian? Like the unceremonious golf course is just death. like, I could not think of a worse place to be buried. Where like people are throw literally me into riding an, like buggies an oil over pit. your grave yeah. every day. Throw me into a Dani before I get married into <laughs> yeah. like bury me in a Dani like yeah. I really want to be cremated. And I want to be like maybe like turned into like a jewel or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I really there's this um thing called a bio urn. That um, you can get it's cremated. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. I hate it already. I know, guys. I'm a Melbourne rising, Sydney sun, you know, backwater. So mood. a bio urn. Yeah. So what it is, it's basically your ashes get mixed in with like dirt and like seeds. And then you can actually be planted into oh a tree. Oh, okay. That's, That's actually cool. really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's actually Slay Queen, you know? I like that. It is house down boots, mama mm-hmm. and cunt. Exactly. Yeah. Serving cunt afterlife. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, I want 
ashes, but like to be sprinkled like in a theatrical production. Oh, like yes. confetti. I always think of that. Usher. Yeah, <laughs> I always think about that. Um, You're the, the like stage smoke and like <laughs> through the, the hazel. Oh yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I want to be buried in the floorboards of a theatre <laughs> yes. and haunt the stage. Yeah, let people stand on my body forever. Well, I mean, that's the that's the future of Ivana Trump on a golf course. So we that's can only haunted. dream. That's crazy. Yeah, it's deeply unsettling. I also saw, Lou, I'm sure you've got a lot to talk about with this, but oh um, Shane fucking Crawford. <laughs> and I literally had to Google that name because I was like, I know he's some sporting person and I'm yeah, going to call like, him the wrong I name. I have no idea who this is. But he has been cast as... The Pharaoh. As the Pharaoh in Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of theatre gays reposting that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And friend of the pod, Sam Andrew, was friend on the, the project pod. last night talking oh, yes. about this. Yes, 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 um, yes. Uh, Melbourne composer and um, comedian, comedian and all round good mate. TikTok famous vibes. Yeah, she's blown up. Yeah, it's For wild. Real. And well deserved because that content is fire. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's funny. so good. And she's rightfully calling out how fucked it is that you know, Australian main stage theatres, you know, and a show like jo- Joseph and the Technical Dreamcoat, like what, I, I don't know what theatre it's at, it's probably. Yeah, one of the big one of the ones. One of the big productions, you know, just mega money kind of vehicle. They've cast, instead of any kind of up and coming or classically trained mm. former in Australia, they've just got this fucking, is, that like, is he a cricketer? What does he do? <laughs> I think he's, he's a, got he's a photo AFL holding player. a, a what are they? Rugby balls? Yeah, I don't AFL. Know what you call them. Yeah, um, but the thing <laughs> I'm staring at our producer Matt just for <laughs> yeah, some kind you know of any... straight insight. It's <laughs> 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 like, please help. Yeah. We're useless. But but the thing on top of that, I don't know Shane Crawford. I, I am assuming he's white. He's at least white presenting. The yeah, pharaoh is absolutely an Egyptian oh my pharaoh. God, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, there's oh, like that was the first. No thing African I or of. Arab or Egyptian representation. Not even a skerrick, and he's there just like mm. with his bloody rugby ball. Have yeah. they have they responded? Like, has the production come back and said anything about it? I don't think so. Not that I've heard. So. I don't think they will either. I think the yeah. thing we forget is like we can have all this outrage, but he will sell tickets. Yeah, no that's doubt. The, that's like, the thing, and I think that's just like not just in the theater world, but mm. like in any like the media stuff. It's like stunt casting or whatever, because it's like oh, this person will sell tickets. It's kind of like that whole like funny girl drama. Oh. Yeah. So hilarious. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> Here's a, controversially, I don't mind so much about the stunt casting. Mm. Like I think there is like problems with like them. I would prefer them cast an Australian footballer than bring in someone from the States. Yeah. Oh, because definitely. I think when they do that, it's True. like such a punch in the guts being like, you guys are not good enough to do it. Yeah, whereas, we had to look outside. Literally, yeah. whereas the stunt casting, I'm like, it's obviously to get the media articles. It's obviously to bring in attention. And while I'm like, the arts had such a rough time during COVID and AFL kind of just skirted by. Yeah, totally. And I do think like it's unfair. I'm also just like, it might extend the production for a month because he has a big pool. Yeah. yeah and then it's like how many people who are involved in the production will actually like keep their jobs yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, it's like, I get it, but it's also like, come on. But the casting of a non-PRC person in a clearly PRC role is absolutely cursed. And I'm not super familiar with the show. I'm I'm a real Andrew Lloyd Webber, like anti, what's the word for like an anti-stan? You know, like someone who- You'd like despise it. Just like your arch nemesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have like a blood pact to murder um, Andrew Lloyd (laughs) Webber. Mr. Lloyd Webber. 
Yeah, so I'm not a fan of the show itself. So I didn't even realize that there was like that the role was for a POC. I'm like, that's. I also do not extra. know the show. I just assume maybe mm. like the, it's just all white people, you know, yeah. playing. Oh. <laughs> Don't let me look into it. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was also another casting announcement that actually came up out the same day of Mousetrap, which is a very mm. famous oh, yeah. British Agatha Christie play, and they just came out with an all white cast, and it's like. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just pure blatant racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they really said, like, we're blind casting, that's why yeah. we've cast all white people. It's like, no, you cannot yeah. cast it's all white people. It's also crazy because it's like we've had stuff, you know, recently. Yeah. Stuff like Hamilton is like Truly. there's no They just closed their eyes yeah. for the last two years and then there's no shortage of like talented people. Yeah. Like no matter what background, yeah. but they're just like there are so many sorry. cricketers that there we can. So many so AFL many... players, <laughs> yeah. cast yeah. the ball, yeah, yeah. <laughs> manly rugby team. You oh know, they they've got so much to offer. I would love the twist where a really well known like theatre person gets put into the like AFL draft. Lucy Girard, come through. <laughs> Sammy said that actually. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, she did. I, um, speaking of Lucy Durack, at my unnamed place of work (laughs) during lockdown, we were doing like online orders mostly and we got an order for Lucy Durack. Oh my gosh. We didn't have one of the items that Lucy had ordered. So someone had to call to ask like, can we give an alternative? And I was Mm. like, I will do it. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone was like, yeah, that's fine. Because no one else knew this name. (laughs) I was like, I was like, it's Lucy Durack. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, Australian stage star, Lucy Durack. I honestly don't know. I'm very, oh like, disconnected. Yeah, I'm disconnected from those. She's like, like yeah. she was our Glinda. Okay. She was our Elle Woods. I think her best role mm. that she's ever done is Fiona in the most recent production of Shrek the Musical. Oh, my wow. God. I fucking love Shrek the Musical. It's, it goes it off. Slaps. Yeah, it slaps. I think I must have seen her at Legally, do Legally Blonde, maybe. Probably. Yeah, I've probably seen her. But, yeah, yeah I'm also just bad with names i'm like the worst person for a pop culture podcast because i'm like who you're yeah, also, yeah. You're also I, very cool like saying you don't know lucy Durack is yeah. a flex i, I yeah. reckon i literally just said that i cosplayed in high school and you're like you're yeah, literally so cool i don't know and i'm like sydney vibes. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe like sydney cosplay is like profesh we do I love went, no, I, was, <laughs> I was 14 hanging out with 23 year olds yeah. that's not cool see that is cool yeah. i think that's cool yeah. <laughs> not if you're you 23 prove to me <laughs> You know, it's been lovely being in Melbourne, just like hanging out with people all the time. And I met up with my friend who I will keep anonymous. He was telling me this crazy story about a hookup that I must tell you guys. Oh my God, give it to us. I love other people's gossip. (laughs) Basically, I was kind of just talking about how I'm really trying to like write this joke at the moment that's basically about like online dating and how like a lot of the conversations I have with my gay male friends is they act like no one has been ever murdered by a stranger on the internet (laughs) because it's true. Like I have a friend who literally met up with a guy next to an abandoned 7-Eleven. Why are you looking at me while you said that? Well, I'm just saying, I'm like, have you been there? Yeah. That is how I met my partner. Yeah. Yeah. How bad does the 7-Eleven have to be to be abandoned as well? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so like, it's just these crazy stories. And so my friend that I was meeting up with today was telling me that he went home with this guy and he woke up in the morning and he realized that his clothes were wet and he was just like, what, what's going on? And like, the guy's like, like in the bed. Like he's no, like, slept naked and his clothes yeah, that he's taken off. His clothes that oh. he's taken off are wet. And he's like, 
what's oh. going on here? And the guy's like, I washed your clothes <gasps> at night, <gasps> but I forgot to put them in the dryer. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, I was like instantly, I'm like, what in Babe, the if that was me, state? I'm like calling my sister, walking out nude on the street, being yeah. like, bring me a dress ASAP. Like that's, that's, that's serial killer. crazy, that's right? Weird. And then so. It's like John Wayne Gacy, like <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I, I, like my jaw dropped. I was like, this can't be real. And he was like, no, 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 it gets worse. And I was like, I would what are you talking about? Get into Ivan Milat's front seat than have someone. Yeah. <laughs> Wash, wash your my clothes. clothes at a hookup. Did and you stink? Like, what's the? No, yeah, I don't know. I think it was like they were just washing the clothes, and I was like, mm, interesting. And then, yeah, apparently this guy, he's like, oh, I'll put them in the dryer, and he like leaves, and it's like a shared dryer thing for the apartment block. Oh so he has God. to wait for one of the dryers. Not the communal Some weird share house <laughs> monstrosity. <laughs> he has to wait for the other dryers oh to my stop. God. So, so my they have to take a vote of the housemates. Like, when yeah, can we use when the dryer? Can we use it? And <laughs> like, yeah. So my friends just like kind of like you know kind of sitting around just waiting for his clothes to be dry. And then the guy's like, oh, um, are you hungry? And my friend's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, might as well. I'm waiting for my clothes to dry, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, well, I've got some soup. And this is like 10 a.m. in the morning. And I'm just like. And he's still naked. And he's still naked. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like soup. And I'm just like, this is, I, I say to my friend, I'm like, that's crazy like that's soup, melbourne actually that's what we do here. like yeah. what soup first typical, thing in the morning typical friday post post hookup soup like what like that's so odd a, a, yeah and oh my god it's like I, it feels like this guy what did he do yeah yeah how did, did it end yes? yeah so and like again i was like okay that's crazy anyway that's probably the end of the story and he was like no 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 i need to tell you what this soup was because he, like, my friend was imagining, like, okay, it's just soup. Like, oh God, he's cooked it the night before. <laughs> um, you know, it's probably in some Tupperware or whatever, right? But apparently the guy just opens his cupboard, has, like, a big and chunky <gasps> soup thing. The canister. <laughs> that can, can of soup. Like, the thing. And, oh, my God, my friend was like, yeah, it sounded like, like alphabet soup. wet dog food like being poured into Uh, a bowl because you know those big and chunky soups they're like the kind of like you know really dire times and i was just imagining i was like is the cupboard just full of like those cans of soup i could be in an apocalypse in a bunker and they're like all we have is soup and i'd be like i will i'll I'll eat my pinky thank you that is so good yeah but then the reason we talked about this is because um um, my friend was out last night and saw the guy. Soup oh guy. my god! And he went to his soup friend guy. and he was like, "Oh my god, Have that guy's even... here!" And then the friend was like, "Oh, soup guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Jesus, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, "This that would never happen." Like, I would like never let that happen. Completely unexplainable. Like, there is no explanation you could give yeah. that would make that. I was like, thinking that would normalize that experience. I'd like, call the police if someone tried to wash <laughs> my clothes overnight. Yeah. Even a partner, even if we've been together for a long time, yeah. it's like, why are you washing my clothes in the middle of the yeah, night? Yeah, what's your motive? Like, like wh- and the fact that on? he would have just been there asleep and this guy's like, you know, he's doing the soup laundry. and he's doing the laundry. <laughs> the, the only thing that I could imagine it could be is that like maybe this other guy has like a sort of like, I want to be like your domestic, like carer kind That's of vibe. Like I want to, I want to kind of like take care of you yeah. and like really make a good impression. It's giving mummy mm. complex. But but yeah. if you're gonna do that, 
you got to make your own goddamn soup. And you got to dry the clothes. Yeah, and yeah, you got to complete the task. Because I, like, <laughs> I was like, you know, the serial killer behaviour is washing the clothes and not putting it in the dryer. So then, you know, my friend's trapped there, right? And then you bring out the soup. So I'm like, is this a, is this like the go-to? The that's theme the play. of also wet liquids, like, I don't know, there's something weird. Like yeah. everything's damp, everything's yeah. soggy. Like, yeah. This is becoming a true crime. Yeah, podcast. I know. Let's yeah. solve the mystery. Any listeners Let's who can solve this, this mystery. If you have slept with Soup Guy, please yeah. do yes. call oh into the pod. Yeah. DM us. Also, might, you might know him as Damp Guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like uh, Mildew Man. Yeah. <laughs> he is out there. Episode title, we got oh it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm, I, I just will forever be thinking about that now because it's like – Waking up in the morning after a hookup, you just want to go, Jesus right? Christ, and then I'm like, gonna be like reaching for your clothes and feeling that they're wet. wet. Like not just damp, like wet. <laughs> did he then like dry them that morning so that your friend could leave? Or did your friend just like, was like, I'm going to wear wet clothes and go? Well, uh, ended up dry, like drying it while that whole soup thing was going on. It feels like maybe he's like trapping him there to extend that's, the yeah, stay. That's what I was thinking. And then I was like, did he like text you after? Like, did he really want to Was he like, obsessive? Yeah. And it was like, no, he didn't even text me after. This, and I'm like, that's crazy. That's the craziest part of all. We could spend a hundred years trying to figure this out. And, <laughs> yeah. we, and, we, and sometimes the human psyche Life's is just- biggest mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is one of them. Yeah. 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 Amazing. <laughs> Stonehenge <laughs> and Mildew Man. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> That that's fu- thank you for that. Yeah, oh, I iconic. was like, I need to that's tell someone. Like, yeah. as as my friend was telling me this, I I literally afterwards I was like, can I tell people? This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like this morning confidence, and you're like, yeah, I won't tell anyone. Immediately goes to yeah, a podcast. Like, you know, I thank think God I have content. Gossip yeah. is important. We got to band together. We got to protect mm. ourselves from this. And also, man. if Soup Guy is out there, yeah. he needs to know needs that to that is not okay. He needs yeah. to be stopped. <laughs> Don't wash people's clothes in the middle of the night. Yeah, like some and sort of clean goblin. Like, what's going on? Like, just even even if you get the sachets, just like have some kind of nice pre-made soup. Don't don't mm. don't fuck with cans. What Ugh. what are you doing? Yeah, gosh, horrendous. Um, kind of vaguely. This is a weird segue. Just roll with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hear about another like food related um scandal that happened recently? Um. With Army Hammer being a cannibal. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do remember. That. There is a doco coming out <gasps> about the, um, his cannibalism that like gives like light to it, and what? apparently it's like a real thing. Also, I- like what what side is the doco taking? They're like he's actually a really nice guy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like cannibalism is like kind of trendy. But surely he gets some money. Well, I don't. Or like, he, I don't think he's attached to it. I think it's like a. But don't you think like when there's a doco made about someone who's like really evil or kind of misogynistic or, or like a yes. horrible person, surely they would profit off just like the traffic and the clicks and all that. Probably. Or maybe not. Maybe not if it's cannibalism. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. the line. I'm yeah. like, apparently, he's not working at the moment. Like, right. as in in anything performance related. Yeah, like isn't he's, he he's working got at like a, a hotel or yeah. something? Okay, my yeah, question I've been is: those. if he is a cannibal, that means that he has to have eaten. Somebody, correct? Or is that just yes. like a non-active cannibal? Yeah, in so, my in my in my <laughs> knowledge like, of. But so is the who person is, dead? Who is out there? Is like well, I don't know if he's a practicing a cannibal. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. You know. so I'm like, who's out there with a chunk of their tongue yeah. missing? 
Yeah. And so it probably is important that we talk about him being cannibal to prevent him from becoming a practicing yeah. cannibal. You know That's what I mean? That's why, you know, I don't trust people who want to suck your toes, you know? It's like, what are you going to do? Bite them off. Does that happen <laughs> to you the second you get to Melbourne? Yeah. Everyone's people trying like, to suck my toes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. I will but, watch the shit out of that Yeah, absolutely. I will devour it. Uh, 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 um, but yeah, I literally thought this was like one of those like urban legends so that yeah, is not yeah. real, but. Apparently they've got like interviews with a lot of women that have well, come forward also being there like, so no, many he... screenshots, right? Yeah. This is a horrible thing to tell you, but I thought <laughs> that the gay triarchy was just like, why was a straight man casting? Call me by your name. Mm. Let's ruin him however we can. And then they went right. with He's cannibal. I wouldn't put it past us. (laughs) The thing that I always always struggle with the idea of like maybe like the gay triarchy or like the gay agenda and stuff. It's like I've never met a group of queer people bigger than five who are that (laughs) organized. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Lesbians, they're a cult, maybe. It's true. But I still feel like they would get distracted. I don't know. Our spreadsheets aren't about this. Yeah, exactly. And there's a a lot of ADHD in those circles. Come yeah, on, yeah. let's be honest. Like, yeah, I just don't know how you would organize, you know? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm really interested to see like what that brings out. And also, in a weird, like timely way, Timothy Chalamet is currently starring in some movie or series, I forget, where he's playing a cannibal. Like it's about mm. him and some girl being like a runaway, like fugitive cannibal pair. Hollywood what? is all connected. Yeah. The Illuminati exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Illuminati conspiracist and, yeah. well, not even conspiracist, just realist. Um, yeah. Lou Wall. That's true. That's has true. Officialized it. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was like studying, like Timothy knew the entire time and he was like studying the role, you know, while they yeah. were told me by your name. It's, and he, he was just like, went really perfect for this. Yeah. <laughs> I also really want to read. Have you heard about um, Jeanette McCurdy's book? Oh my yes. God. Yes. yes. Have I, I heard? So Mommy issues me. Have I heard <laughs> about Je- Jeanette McCurdy's book? Have so I put it, it on my Amazon? We cannot Michelin? buy it in Australia. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Because I tried to buy a hard copy. Mm. Cannot get. You can only get the Audible. Yeah, I think it gets released in September okay. in Australia. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But apparently it's on Audible. Okay. okay. So, But I really want to get Get off this podcast right now and put something else in <laughs> yeah, your ears. Yeah. But for those of you who are listening and might not know about it, so Jeanette McCurdy was on Nickelodeon mm-hmm. growing up and she was part iCarly, of iCarly. And, Sam and Cat and like yeah, all those kind of shows. Jazz. But she has come out with this book called I'm Glad My Mum Died. Um, Very provocative title, but it turns out that her mum, like, sexually abused her, financially abused her, gave her an eating disorder, Mm. was just a a heinous person in general. And so the book is a lot about that. But also she kind of lets loose on the goings-on as being a child star with Nickelodeon Mm. and basically names Dan Schneider as like a predator yeah, Mm. and that Nickelodeon apparently knew about this um, and that she wasn't the only kid that experienced this kind of stuff and that there was all this fucked shit like apparently there were some complaints made about Dan Schneider being predatory while filming on set Mm. and so what Nickelodeon would do sometimes is they would just get him in another room 
and then like have him still direct the episodes but just like via a <laughs> camera a zoom? by a zoom Jesus or whatever Christ. from the next room just to keep him like physically away from the children yeah and i'm like if that's the extent that you're getting the director yeah. out of the room fire, fire him immediately. yeah like what the hell? It's a deeply unsettling look into yeah. like. I know nothing about Janema Cody mm. and I didn't like, I didn't watch any Nickelodeon shows, but the reason I'm interested in the book is because apparently she also spills a lot of tea on Ariana yes. Yes. and the jealousy, which, yes. that was the which I relate as a pop culture <laughs> gay, I was like, okay, I will read it. I do not care who she <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. Like, give me that. Yeah. Apparently yeah. it's only like one page, but I'm like, I will be there. Yeah. I watched yeah. a like TikTok, like um, unpacking that Same. someone did on it. And it was just like, them revealing because she's like very candidly said like at the time she was sort of like in the same kind of like caliber and category mm. as Ariana and I think Ariana came from a very like well-off family and had a nice family dynamic yeah and then was given all these opportunities and was allowed to like leave set to go film other projects and music mm. stuff where she was like limited and, and stuck at the studio and obviously she wasn't well off financially and she was like the provider for her family because her mum was like abusing her in this way. Um, so, of course, and you're a kid and you're a victim, you know, of course you're going to feel resentment to someone who has everything seemingly put on a platter for them. Mm. Mm. Um, so I don't blame her at all. I don't think anyone really does. Yeah. But there are probably some Ariana stands who are like, Fuck you, Jeanette, but I yeah. just love reading about career jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I am so it's so relatable. It's so <laughs> relatable. I think in our industry, mm-hmm. especially like we compare ourselves like we would compare ourselves to each other. Like mm-hmm. everyone is constantly I putting wish I the was same tall. <laughs> every day. I'm like, I wish my hair was as red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, it's just so fascinating and kind of like not humbling, but it's kind of like it's good to realize that it happens on all levels. And you're like, God, if I was worried about Sally from the gig last night, at least I don't have to worry about Ariana Grande. (laughs) I'm like, okay, bigger fish, bigger fish. Yeah. Well, I think it's like so interesting that thing of as well with the Ariana Grande, because like Frankie Grande, her brother is also like sort of kind of, Quasi celebrity. Yeah, quasi celebrity. <laughs> and it's like, it's this thing of like their parents being rich and sort of kind of well connected. And I yeah. think like as well, there's like so much discussion about Nepo babies and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, and I saw something that um, a, a friend of mine, comedian Jake Howie, check him out, um, posted this article headline that says Gwyneth Paltrow tells Hayley Bieber, nepotism babies like her have to work twice as hard. Oh, piss <laughs> off. Gwenny P. And yeah. I'm just like, that is... Possibly the most out-of-touch human to I ever exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she means crazy. they have to work twice as hard because they have twice as many gigs yeah. and opportunities yeah. given to them. Yeah. They're just and flowing it's, in. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes when you have, like, the comfort of, like, having your parents completely payroll your lifestyle, it's hard because, like, you know, you have 100% of the time to just do what you want and that can be really crippling. Mm. Must be <laughs> hard. Situation. Must, be, Must hard. be hard. Isn't Every- it crazy to think, though, that, like, you could be on Nickelodeon? Like, you like, could be yeah. McCurdy yeah. and be like killing it yeah and someone with nepotism on their side still can get ahead totally. like it's yeah. just like totally. it's devastating every every day I wake up and I spite my parents for not um girl bossing hard enough oh, to be yeah. like famous so then I could reap the benefits you know like Absolutely. shut up having to help your I family business fuck you be like a my producer toes. <laughs> so I can be successful thank you very much <laughs> It has like sort of lifted the lid 
on what sounds like a lot of like industry, like people seemingly knew about all this stuff. Mm. And I feel like there's going to be more, heaps more coming yeah, out. Dan Schneidergate, surely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, even before the book came out, there was always that thing about how like Dan Schneider's like obsessed with feet. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. made Ariana do weird shit. And yeah. And they have like, Selena Gomez I saw like a well. super cut like oh, screenshot. Yes, yeah. Of yeah. like all the feet stuff. There's that way was, too like, much included. feet for kids' shows. Um, <laughs> But also, just as a like lighter side, have you guys seen the iCarly <laughs> reboot? No, no. I like, as in love like it. I've seen the memes. I stand. I stand. <laughs> as in like next gen, like full. It's so it's like iCarly all grown up. Oh <laughs> so my they gosh. like talk about sex and dating. Is it like and just like that where it's like now I have a black friend? Is it that kind of vibe? <laughs> so the thing the is like, <laughs> yeah. it's like yes, does she now have a black best friend? Yes, she does. Of course, <laughs> but. <laughs> I think the actor that they chose to play like her best friend slash yeah. roommate and the character that they made um, for that actress, like it, it does it in a really authentic way that feels genuine. Nice. And like to the point where the, I can't remember the character's name, but it's like, she's like quite a fun character to watch as well, which nice. like slots in really well. I just had the best time watching it. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like watching iCarly, but it's like, oh my god, they're my friends, and we're talking about making moves in the big city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just really liked it. Yeah, I love that. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch the original. Yeah, I've got a lot of catching up. Uh, you don't even to have do. to watch the You're original okay, to be screen. honest. It's oh. just like fun and silly. Ooh, speaking of the original, apparently as well, like there's um, in the original iCarly, the character of is it Cat who Jeanette played or Sam Sam. 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 Apparently there's like a running gag that Dan Schneider made for the character of like her binge eating all the time um, uh, where Sam has to like uh, binge eat on screen and would like constantly have to like stuff her face with like cupcakes or whatever was yeah. that thing. And it was just like a fun like gag seemingly mm. every episode or, you know, in a lot of episodes. But now finding out that like she actually had like an eating disorder. And, yeah. Like, yeah. and knowing that as well, it's like such a cruel thing to do yeah. to a child. It really just makes you think that, like, fame and, like, like being a child actor is a job mm-hmm. and why do we just consider that, like, because we would not put children in other jobs. We're like, no, that's unfair. That's child labour. That's mm-hmm. They can't consent in the way that an adult can. Why do we view acting as different? I've been watching so many video essays on YouTube about this. Like, I, I'm obsessed with it yeah. because, like, yeah, there's all these, like, legal things that are in place, but people literally just like push as far as they can to like get Mm. that. Like you still have like the timing restrictions on how, how much a child is allowed on set. But um, yeah, they were like doing all these investigations and like the Dylan and Cole Sprouse thing Mm -hmm. and like, you know, different kind of child stars that ended up being more grounded or going off the rails because maybe they were like felt trapped like yeah. Miley Cyrus with um, Hannah Montana. Yeah. That was a huge thing. And do you remember when like she went, like tried to do her own solo career? They all career. have to do that. Like I'm not a Disney girl anymore. Yeah. You know, like yeah, they, ha- but they have to break free. They have to do it. So then Disney's like, oh, we can't be associated with this sexy person yeah. anymore. You yeah, know? it's the and only way to break out of the shackles. Of, yeah, exactly. And it's Disney. also like a hard thing. Like um, they were talking about how Miley really struggled because the character of on the show was also called Miley. So it was like 
you blending know, yeah. your your personality yeah. and um the character that you're playing starts to blend in because when you're so young you don't really it's really hard you have no sense of identity mm. right you're like learning yeah. how to do that but you're just surrounded by adults as a young child like yeah. that's not good for you like well yeah that's how not. a lot of them end up with like you know drugs and alcohol and it's like stuff like drew barrymore who was like given like cocaine mm. and like drinks at like and was like rehab at like 15 or something it's yeah. my toxic trait to hear all this agree with every single point and then be like yeah i'd still want to be a child <laughs> yeah i know and like i'm like mentally fragile as it is oh like and i had a great childhood could you imagine i'd be fucking psycho yeah, what role well, as a kid would were you like frothing over like what would you i was w- absolutely like any like i was like Oh yeah. Let, <laughs> let my let my middle class lifestyle like let yes. me be an orphan. <laughs> Teach me Miss Hannigan. Let's go. Serving <laughs> like <laughs> lower yeah. socioeconomic realness. Like, <laughs> I my always like school dress. Did you ever watch that movie Big Fat Liar with Amanda Vines? No, but Amanda Vines other notoriously yes. child actor who Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her and feel for her. I mean, I feel for mm. all of them. And like yeah. I'm I'm such a like Lindsay Lohan, oh, yeah, obsessive yeah, and Stan, yeah. and I and like a lot of these performers are so fucking talented. Like, there's there's a reason that they are that even as a kid you could see it like, oh god, there's yeah. something there. But it's like, at what point do we? Well, that was like what was so refreshing about the most recent season of um, American Horror Stories, having Macaulay Culkin in it, and I was just like, hey, the king. guy, what's up? My was dude? Good? I didn't say it. The yeah, king of it wasn't actors. a great season, but I was just like, oh my god, Macaulay, good Bless. to see you. Yeah. You're doing all right, mate. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I just yeah. With have you seen this is kind of sidebar but like Lindsay lohan's um list of the men in that hollywood she's that she's fucked <gasps> oh my god Wait, it like is a, a legitimate it's a it's it's a hot list <laughs> can we it's get it up right now like, I, i'm yeah. gonna get it up please oh, like as in she has written and published it published I, I think it, i don't know if it got leaked or if she put it up or mm. oh my god like she that. absolutely leaked it like yeah like whoops <laughs> there's no way i believe it's it such but a, like, also like if i was like a young guy in hollywood and Lindsay lohan i'd be like, like yeah i'm on the list mine, i'd be like absolutely absolutely like it's huge oh my gosh i love the handwriting um evan peters oh yeah that's <laughs> ashton kutcher is ashton her. kutcher heath ledger oh my god it's a handwritten list which oh is my iconic. god colin farrell it's very neatly done it's giving like wow, ryan felipe as well there's some like that? kind of weird like jamie dornan zach efron oh my god i want this to be real i, I love the idea that she's real. got there's, this little like there's enough like names that are big but not that big in there yeah like get it lindsay crazy i'm happy Any for you ladies on the list i hope so maybe her twin uh will be into women Oh, this is a shitty parent trap. Yeah, parent <laughs> trap. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, you, who are you getting that, mixed up that's with? That's probably my movie that I like wanted. Oh, yeah. Like, I loved the idea that I had a twin somewhere, mm, like in yeah. like London, that yeah, I was see, separated. I didn't with. want to be the actor, but I wanted to be in that scenario. I want, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But having said that, looking back on it as an adult, I was like, what a fuck dynamic for parents <laughs> to be like, we're gonna split these kids down the middle. It's like Caucasian chalk circle. Yeah, like, what? like we cannot come to a resolution. Yeah, sorry. Let's divide the child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so wild. Um, yeah, I, like, I mean, speaking of qu- queer 
you know, rumours and stuff like that. I've also been getting a lot of um, those queer rumours about Taylor Swift. Oh, oh yes. gay law. The yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan was mm-hmm. telling me about that just recently. And friend of the show, Kat Finch, has been sending me a lot of um, juicy shit about it with Carly Kloss. And yes. And then, like, people highlight the lyrics in, yeah. like, certain things and then they pair it with photos and it's it's all very, like, juicy. It's I like, believe it. Yeah, I, like, I don't really... I want to believe it. I truly yeah. don't believe that you could be a celebrity of that of that grandness, like a celebrity that big and not have once just fingered a girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. I truly, yeah. I'm like, surely they In your little private jet. Mm. Your little private Just out of curiosity. Oh, that's another thing. Out of curiosity, oh surely. Yeah. I keep getting Hello, these Carly like web Clint. jet ads <laughs> on, my, on my YouTube. Clint with a K. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting these web jet ads on my YouTube being like, carbon offset your fucking plane trip or whatever. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not the problem. Taylor Swift is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also, not going to carbon offset this Taylor. I'm not like a scientist. $20. What? What is carbon offsetting? How does that work? I don't even know, but it's supposed to be like some eco eco-friendly thing where it's like basically you spend X amount of money and like maybe some places will be like, we'll put it towards rainforest conservation. In my mind, <laughs> a farmer literally plants a tree every time I click that bar. Yeah. And I have thought no further and refused. Just this to. one man in yeah. a field. With a packet of seeds he and just he's has like a beeper that like says like, like oh, you know, one. Okay. Yeah. another seed goes in. <laughs> and he has to wait. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one's done it yet. In this field, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bad day I'm for like, carbon offset. Yeah, some like <laughs> Qantas like monitor, like ah, uh, uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy because yeah, yeah, the private jet stuff. I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to recycle anymore. Yeah. I don't it's need so to. It's so funny. All the, yeah. all the memes about it have just been tickling me so much. <laughs> mm, mm, absolutely. Like her, like, it's like Taylor going to pick up her takeaway and it's like a plane like crashing into a mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, do you guys want to do our pop or flop for the week? Yes. Um, I might kick things off. Please. Um, my... I have a pop this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've recently been, because everyone's in Edinburgh at the moment, it feels yeah, like. Everyone. And I. We are holding down well, the fort. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck are we doing? Not yeah. the people who matter, you know. <laughs> yeah. We're actually here. Are you guys going to go next year, you reckon? Absolutely. I, I'm going to be there. 100%. We should house together or something. Oh my God. I, I really want to go to just like check out, suss out the vibe. That's but what I, I wanted to do this year. Have I saw how expensive no money. It's so ridiculous. So I was like, oh, I thought this would be like, you know, maybe naively like a three or four grand holiday. But no. I was like, no, nah. no, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like there's, yeah. there's a 12, thing at the moment 13. where they're trying to get the like the Scottish like government to actually like buy out for the month. Like every like hotel, oh, Airbnb so sort of thing to try and keep the prices yeah. reasonable. I was looking at like 12 bunk hostels. And <laughs> I was looking like maybe like three weeks out. Like it was a very spontaneous. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. dungeon. Literally. Like, yeah, yeah. This was a dungeon with like, this was orphan any vibes. It was yeah. Like yeah. hot. Like, <laughs> and they were like, I kid you not, like Australian, like 120 a night. Jesus. But yeah, a lot of people have been saying you can sort of make a bit of money if you do the flyering oh, and teching yeah. for shows. Yeah. So oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. might be a And I'm also just a glutton for like the artistic experience, you know. Oh like gosh. even if it was I like I want to be trampled. I want to drink like I five want yes. I want it so bad. show 20 yeah. after. I just Absolutely. So yeah, I'm holding you to it next year. Yeah, Edinburgh. I will be there performing to three people. Yes. Having the best and worst time of my life. It's going to be so good. But because of Edinburgh, I've been seeing, like, did you see recently that um, 
Cassie Workman got a really cool write up. Oh, mm-hmm. um, in the in like a newspaper. Phoebe and Phoebe Waller Bridge like yep. shouted her out and That's was like, so cool. "This is the act that I'm like putting my and focus behind." It's a a new show from Cassie. It's a yeah. Yeah, it's a poem. So it's called Aberdeen. It it's amazing. Wait, I wait, have it. you seen it? I saw it, uh, like, she did, like, three little shows. (laughs) I really got to move. It was amazing. It was so moving. It's kind of like an epic poem about her trying to sort of travel through time and save Kurt Cobain from committing suicide. But it's basically also this huge, like, allegory or whatever for her own, like, issues with depression and suicide and everything. And... For those listening who might oh not gosh. know Cassie Workman, she's an incredible comic from Sydney um, who does also very like theatrical kind of like yeah. cerebral mm. like, she's a beautiful comedy writer. shows. Yeah. Um, she's not writing plays. Tinder jokes. Like she's no. writing yeah. a it's quite high end. theater. Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. so to get praise, because she's currently in Edinburgh um, doing this show and Phoebe Waller-Bridge um, like gave her a huge shout out and there was a write-up about Cassie's show in um, some the big Guardian? newspaper there. Yeah, mm. something like that. And um, I, I see huge things happening. Oh, yeah. I her. honestly think she's going to win an award for it because like when I saw it and I, I said at the end, I was like, I just can't wait for you to absolutely destroy at Edinburgh because like that would be the, gr- the perfect audience mm. for it because it is like – I mean, I say this in the most complimentary sense of, like, it is that kind of, like, Kurt Vonnegut-esque, like, looking through time, sort mm. of reaching out, and it's this beautiful story about choosing Are you to we're actually... too basic here to understand? Oh, yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went to film school. Um, uh, um, <laughs> Masters of screenwriting, thank you. Um, hire me. Um, but... Yeah. Lou and I with our music theatre. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, you guys can talk about musicals. I'm going to talk about, you know. I've watched Dear Evan Hansen bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what oh i got to say. Yeah. Well, in Shrek. Yeah. I saw the Ben Platt one, you know. Ugh. So bad. We don't yeah. have time. Moving on. But anyway. Um, oh, she's going to win so yeah, many awards. It was, and so uh, deserving. Yeah, amazing. She's yeah. a amazing. Fan, like a fantastic artist mm. and a beautiful person. Oh, she yes. is. It, it's just I'm like, so happy for her. It, I just like when a, someone who's a great artist is not a cunt, I'm like, yeah. how do you do it? Yeah. And I feel like. Like pick one. Yeah. Oddly <laughs> like patriotic about mm. it. Like I don't know why something mm. about like, because I saw that Tina Del Twist, another um, Australian um, cabaret kind of performer who's over at the moment in Edinburgh as well, also getting some cool write-ups. Mm. And I just feel this, like, swell of, like, oh, my God, these what are our yeah. peeps. And like, how cool is it to be, like, where, like, people who we have performed alongside mm. are, like, making some of the best work on the fringe circuit in the world. Yeah. Like, there is a global stage if there ever is one. And it's just... Hey. I, I am biased, but I do really feel, like, Australian comedy and, like, playwriting is something special. And yeah, definitely. Mm. And I think um, the ones that really cut through are always Very amazing. Nice. Yeah. Like, I don't know, this is just a little sidebar, but sometimes I watch these, like, stand-up clips from, like, New York comics mm-hmm. mm. who are, like, have got those huge followings and stuff, and I'm like, this is the worst set I have ever yeah. seen in my life. 100%. It just, it, it's just a reminder of how little opportunities there are for Australians to mm. kind of, like, meet that next echelon you know like we have such a tiny film industry we have such a tiny even like our you know we obviously have like melbourne comedy festival which is huge on an international scale but like 
it, it's, it kind of is a little bit depressing yeah. that we have to go overseas to get that kind of attention or accolades yeah. or, you know, Auntie Donna having to go to LA to get mm. a Netflix deal to then get taken seriously by yeah. ABC. It's here. crazy. Yeah. Or Sam kind of Campbell as well. He yes. did his comedy blaps thing. Yeah. Um, everyone check that out on YouTube. But like, yeah, I guess, you know, in a way Australians are the Nepo babies of the world. We have to work twice as hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you heard it here. Um, we have definitely detoured in. a little bit, but yeah. Because of Edinburgh, I and this shout out from Phoebe Waller Bridge, I have gone back and rewatched Fleabag mm. um, this wow. week, yes. season one and two. Mm. And I, I also um, have downloaded the actual um, stage play. There's like a version of her doing it at the National Theatre. Mm. Um, and I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm so excited. Yeah, I saw a recording of it um, a few years ago yeah. of like. From the, the stage. National, it's so it's good. So oh, good. I can't wait to see it. But yeah. she's such an incredible writer mm-hmm. and a very, like, inspirational comedian for me. So that's my pop for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Cassie Workman and yeah. Edinburgh in general. My pop, and I'm going to sound like such a simp. Do it. But is Aurelia's wedding pics. Oh, mm. yes. Like, I know I know it's supposed to be pop culture, but that is no, pop that culture. that is culture. That is absolutely culture. So she went to the States, she got hitched in Vegas and it's just, she's like eating, they're just so hot. Yeah. Eating in and out. I've never like seen an Instagram post pop out, pop up where I've like sent it to so many of my friends yes. just being like, this is the, this it's, is the gay future. It's like, it, it has budget. It has like oh. production values. It's like nice cinematography. And, and yet it's also that like camp kind of like, you know, indulgent, like tacky, like Vegas, like, you know, we're here with like an Elvis impersonator. Never <laughs> like, have I seen someone like I both love respect, hold up and punch in the face, the institution of marriage more mm. perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. And, it's, and also the lesbianness of it. Oh, that it's like so gay. a couple like months gay in heart. being like, let's do it. Let's have a fucking Vegas elopement. What in the U-Haul? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm so obsessed. Um, my pop is mm-hmm. a similar thing. Um, do you guys know Lee Pace? Oh, my, do I know Lee Pace? Oh my god! Oh, I do know. One He's of so the hot. hottest like actors around. He did this amazing shoot with GQ where he's just like looking gorgeous, Love. and also he confirmed that he has um, married his partner um, for the last like I, I don't know how this long is since twenty seventeen. That's a flop for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> husband. <gasps> He's gay. He is a bi icon. He says, I'm serious. And this has literally made my heart sing. I read this article and there's this quote where he's like, I don't know why people are so obsessed with um, my sexuality. I've dated women before and now I'm marrying my husband and stuff like that. I have have chills. I've always like tried to like put a cap Uh on my lust for that man Uh because I'm like, well, it can't go anywhere. No, it can happen. Well, it can't. He's married. No, but this is why it's a flop because he's married. Unless it's an open marriage. Well, you just said Aurelia got married too. It's, it's like a, it's like it's a pop and it's, it's a flop true. and it bounces out as like a knop, you as know. Like it's hot as a bi queen, queer is like, getting married. I am so glad that we have that kind of bi representation. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Like we really straight passing hot men who mm. are bi, but it's like you see, if you see some of his photo shoots, you're like, gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That man He's is so tall. Yes. I'll I'll show you the hot. photo shoot, but it is. My jaw dropped. Yay it, for it marriage. This time. is a marriage podcast. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. We stand the the covenant yeah. of marriage. I was going to talk about um, 
like something else. But then I remembered and I was just like, oh, my God. Happily married to his husband now, which I love. Daddy. Is the husband hot? I don't know. I've just been looking at pictures of him, so. Um, <laughs> who cares, really? Uh, like, look at the, anyway, you guys got to go on his Instagram. That's both made and ruined my day. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been a beautiful episode, my friends. Thank you I so know. much for joining us on You're Pop so Gaze. Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. May Jordan and Aurelia never come back. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm no, moving to Melbourne them. for the podcast. We love them. <laughs> yes. Well, when, you guys can just do a house swap. Mm. When you move to Sydney and you move to Melbourne. (laughs) And we'll see you guys, uh, our listeners, next week. Thanks for listening. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Listening. Bye, friends. Bye. Has a queer person ever ended a podcast without saying bye? Bye. I don't think it's possible. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at PopGazePod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, be gay. (laughs) 